when you used to frequent record stores or your first 45 or sitting down on that shag rug with the headphones and the turntable and listening to, you know, whatever album that you happen to have the liner notes to in your hands? It was a pretty magical thing. Well, tomorrow is Record Store Day. We're joined by Alan Cross from the Ongoing History of New Music to talk about it. Alan, we're 11 years in now. How responsible is Record Store Day for the resurgence of not only our affection for vinyl, but its increased sales? A hundred percent. A bunch of people got together in Baltimore in 2008, and they looked at something called Comic Book Day. And this was something arranged by a bunch of comic book dealers trying to get people into their stores to buy their stuff because they were losing out to the Internet. And uh, one of the things that these comic book guys would do is give away free comic books on those days. So the guys in Baltimore who are running these record stores are thinking, oh, my God, the Internet is completely decimating us. Uh, People are stealing music. They're streaming music. They're buying music online. Uh, What are we going to do? So they came up with this idea of Record Store Day. It was very modest at first, but then they got the labels and artists to come on board. And here we are 11 years later. And since that began, 2008, we have seen double-digit year-over-year growth in the sale of vinyl pretty much around the world. This used to be a very... Um, localized thing, but Record Store Day is now an international thing. I think there are about, I think there's something north of 50 countries wow. around the planet that will be participating on Saturday. Now, the first Record Store Day back in uh, 2008 featured 10 special releases. What can we expect now? You know, we're 11 years in. Oh, there's hundreds. <laughs> How do <laughs> you are, decide? Well, okay. Well, a lot of the decisions are made for you because people swoop in and buy up lots of copies and then sell them on eBay. That's one thing, which is very frustrating. The other thing is that uh, these records are in are, are made in very limited editions, and not every store gets them. So you can go from one store to another to another to another and find different stock. And that's the whole idea, to get well, you into the, the record store. Yeah, that is the whole idea. I mean, record stores used to be this place where you would gather with like-minded music nerds, listen to music, debate music, talk about music, and it was it was a real social, real communal sort of thing. And I remember going to all kinds of different record stores, not talking to anybody, but just walking around and listening to what people had to say. And, and what were they playing on the speakers? And, ooh, look at the artwork on this one. Maybe I'll buy that. That's the kind of thing that we want people to do with Record Store Day. It's It's this idea of get off your computer, get off your phone, and go stand in line with a bunch of other people who have the same interest as you and who might teach you something or expose you to something that you might not otherwise know about. Record Store Day, it's now the fanfare. Is it is it kind of counterintuitive? It, are, are you saying that it's become too corporate, too big? I'm just too wondering. I'm just curious. Some people will say that. Some people will, will say that, listen, we've, we've taken this a little bit too far, and a lot of it's become controlled by the major labels instead of the independent labels, as was the original intent. Uh... But it, again, it still serves its purpose. Uh, if you look, go to recordstoreday.com mm-hmm. and you uh, click on what's available, you can see all this really cool collectible stuff. And that's that's the point. Uh, a lot of the labels, lot, and the major labels, have these huge catalogs of material just sitting in warehouses and in vaults that really had no place to go or no market until something like Record Store Day came along. So they're, they're digging through the vaults, yep. finding all this cool stuff, and, and we all benefit from it. What are you excited about this year? I don't know. I, I look at the list when it first comes out, and then I throw it away. Because I know that the chances of me finding a specific record 
are very, very slim because of high demand, because of stock issues, because of geographic issues, and so on. So I just go. I pick a couple of record stores, mm-hmm. and I just go, and uh, I find stuff that's I never thought I, I needed until I saw it. There will be a mono reissue of Saucer Full of Secrets uh, for Pink Floyd fans. Yeah. Golden Earring. Golden Earring? Yeah, from, wow. uh, from the Netherlands. Jeez. Uh, some Bob Dylan, some David Bowie, the Foo Fighters. Aha. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. You'd be surprised. Some people, what some people collect. Yeah. You know, and it, if it's a, if it's demos, if it is live tracks, it, if it is long-lost B-sides, unreleased tracks, uh, something that might have been released in one territory but not another, there's there's all kinds of things that you can find. It's it's It's... A fun thing to do, and be, you know, why not do this on a Saturday? It's you don't sure. have to buy anything. And one you man's just, soundtrack is another man's migraine. I get it. Exactly, exactly. So I'm going to go out. Um, I'm going to hit a couple of stores. I don't know which ones, and I usually will wait until the afternoon because uh, the lineups in the morning tend to get a little bit long. But I'll go and look, and I'll probably you know drop a couple of hundred bucks on something. Pearl Jam is the ambassador of Record Store Day. Is that a good choice? Yeah, it is. Pearl Jam has been committed to uh, vinyl records for a very long time. In fact, they released a record one, uh, released a single one time called Spin the Black Circle, which was all about spinning records. And uh, for many, many years, they had the Pearl Jam Singles Club. If you joined their 10 club fan club, every Christmas you would get a 7-inch single in the mail. Uh, which was really cool. They discontinued that this year, but uh, you know they've they've always been. I'll even give another example. Their second album came out uh, on vinyl and cassette before it came out on CD, because they were so committed to the old school record. Alan, I always appreciate you being on the show. If you've never been to Record Store Day before and you're thinking, "Oh, Alan Cross recommended it," what is the takeaway for you? Today? I would go to recordstoreday.com. I would click on uh, the international list. I would find the stores nearest you. There are probably well there's over a hundred uh across canada you know i've got i'm in oakville i've got a couple happening here that's how uh you know everybody's doing it all the independent stores are doing it uh and and just go just you know 15 minutes or, or or two hours take your pick and just see just if you've never browsed through a record store for fun or if you miss doing it go ahead and try it again and i think you'll find it very very fulfilling It's a cool thing to do on a weekend. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Alan. You're welcome.